It's Friday, June 19th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we discuss TikTok from the perspective of old people. We catch up with our friend Derek Segan, talk about Juneteenth, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments, and more. And we kick it off with Michael Bennett. me nothing I don't need to know don't take me nowhere I don't need to go I got a head like a radio such a beautiful waste of time just a beautiful waste of time just a beautiful waste of time such a beautiful waste of time I went to school yeah I learned a lot Got a degree in what I'm not You spend your life looking for what you already got It's such a beautiful waste of time Just a beautiful waste of time Such a beautiful waste of time Such a beautiful waste of time Just a thin, nervous shadow walking backwards down the street. The landing's bitter, but the falling is sweet. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful waste of time. Just a beautiful waste of time. Such a beautiful waste of time. Just a beautiful waste of time. The whole world wants a piece of my head. They all get a piece of my mind instead. I roll over and I go back to bed Oh yeah, it's a beautiful waste of time Just a beautiful waste of time Such a beautiful waste of time Such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time Just a beautiful waste of time Such a beautiful waste of time Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walken. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? Podcast. You're listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some <laughs> comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. 
Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay. Friday morning, Friday, June 19th. Yes, that's right. Broadcasting, of course, live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Jen Grant is with us. Good morning. Yes, she is. Hello, hello. All right. 7 to 4 a.m. Our pal and yours. The very funny Derek Sagan will be joining us in a few Debaters minutes. Own. Yes, of course, from CBC Debaters, from all of the major comedy festivals, Just for Laughs, Winnipeg Comedy Festival, the Halifax Comedy Festival. He'll be up Hilarious here with guy. us. Very funny. Very funny and very nice. So sweet. Oh, so sweet. Here we go. Two, three. I go back to bed. I wish I could go back to bed. I'm freaking tired today. Really? Yeah, not the best sleep. Oh, I had a terrible sleep. Well, you woke me up again, talking in your dream. <laughs> What's going on with me these days? It was crazy. At, 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 we went to bed early. <laughs> it's, it's almost like the earlier I go to bed, the worse sleep I have. Because I go to bed, I fall asleep right away, then I'm up. Yeah. So sweet. 
By the way, of course, we are live on Facebook, of course. But Every day. I will, just okay, one sec. Okay, um, I was say. Yes, I'm going Don't leave back them hanging. Forth. I won't, of course. I just got to do get some business done first. Sure. Uh, we are live on Facebook uh, Monday to Fridays at 7 a.m. from Wakefield. And then available on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Please feel free to give us a share and like. As I mentioned, we will have Derek Sagan in about uh, 10 or 15 minutes or so. We'll be calling him. Anyway, yeah. Every time I fall asleep early, I get woken up not shortly thereafter, then I'm just <laughs> up. Aww. So last night we go to bed at, geez, like 8.30 or something. By the, Probably 9 by the time we actually went to bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we go to bed at 9 or fall asleep around 9 and around 10. <laughs> oh, I think. Why am I hearing an echo, baby? Oops. Come on. Is this your first day? Mm-hmm. The, uh, so at like 10 or so, I just, I'm fast asleep, <laughs> and I just, baby, 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 baby. I'm like, what, what, what's going on? What, like this sense of urgency, and I wake up. You go, spider, spider. I'm like, where, where? And then you're pointing at the ceiling. There's nothing there. That is, I, uh, s- I remember seeing a spider. That's how vivid my dream was. It was like... The two realities came together. Like, I saw a huge spider on the ceiling. Like, this frantic wake up. My heart's racing. I'm like, what's going on? What, what? Spider, spider. And again, pointing up. Just like last <laughs> week, same thing. Pointing up at the ceiling. I look up. There's absolutely nothing there. And then I realize, I'm like, it's all right. It's all good. But the, oh, then then you woke up and the look of fear in your eyes. Really? When you realize what was happening, you're like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, traumatized. Like, oh. These giant eyeballs looking at me like all oh my God. scared. I was like, okay, now I'm up. And then you, <laughs> of course, pass out immediately. So then I was just up. And then I had that <laughs> stupid fucking TikTok don't, don't song. Do and, it, well, don't. no, I have to. It's, it's Plug your ears in. Oh, God. It's a, uh, the oh. name of the song, it's popular on TikTok, which I can't stand TikTok. The, uh, I actually will go as far as say I hate it. It's called Savage Love. By Josh, oh, that's what it is? By Josh685 and Jason Derulo. Yeah, you know it. Fa, 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 na, na. I'm, I'm going to play two seconds of it, but <laughs> it might... Um, you can't play it longer because it will uh, mute us, but this bullshit song... Anyway, that's enough. Uh, you know, you know the song and that dumb dance that goes with it. Fan, fan, fan. Shake your hips and shake your hips and fan, <laughs> fan, fan. Thrust your hips and thrust your hips and hands up and oh my god, I can't stand it. And yeah. it's got to be the best written song of all times because all you need to do is hear two seconds of that shit, and it's in there all day. Uh, so all, so then I'm up at night. Thinking Jim's terrified, and my heart's racing, and I'm just like tossing and turning. Off to the next side. Fall asleep for a few minutes, open my eyes 45 minutes later. Oh, the worst. It was a fresh hell. Oh, that's the worst. And so... Uh, that is the worst. And we were sleeping downstairs because it's yeah, hot. Yeah, it's super hot. We're still <laughs> waiting on our AC unit, so we're sleeping in the guest bedroom downstairs, which <laughs> which was cooler if you leave the door, uh, the window closed, because it's, you know, downstairs. And so I get up to pish in the middle of the night, and I come back, 
and we had the dog with us. I just smelled like a big dog in there. So then I cracked the window. Tossing into. I hate that. So TikTok is such a dumb app. I can't stand it. Yet it's addictive. You go on there, and it's just. You, there's no. You don't need any skill or talent to have all millions of followers, or at least dozens of thousands of followers. You see these people. It's like if you have a nice face. A booty and tits, you're gonna have a lot of followers. It's just that's just the reality of it, reality of it. Yeah. There's no talent required. You just dub, you just lip sync these things or do these dumb dances, and then all these horny guys will follow you. <laughs> and of course, the move on TikTok <laughs> is to uh, follow as little po- p- people as possible. So you see these young girls, and they'll follow like one person or 44 people. I, f- I see a lot of people following 44 people. Then they have like, you know. 45,000 followers and they're like I'm famous and it's like you're not doing anything yeah. to be famous it's a bullshit app and it's it's fluff it's nothing you're not you're you've got followers for no reason other than you've got to try everyone's got tripods and they're doing these dances some some of them are are sneaky too like they're not real you can tell that they're staged but it's this like emotional reveal thing like they'll be I don't know uh trying to think of an example Oh, my boyfriend, I don't know, like as if as if she's trying to ke- catch him cheating or um, an engagement or I surprised my my husband while he was playing video games and I came up to him naked like these reactions. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's go ahead. It's the reactions fake. of the guys, too. It's like, is it the first time? I don't understand. Like if you showed up in the room naked. Right, I'd just be like, okay, you just got out of the shower and everything. But these, they want the the to go viral, so they'll have their girlfriend walk in the room. Or there's one, it's like it's like a country song that plays, like a drop your titties out or something. So the song starts, and then you see that it's like a girl and her boyfriend. And then she steps out of screen, and the the song's like I don't know what the song is, but it's like drop them titties or whatever, some country. And then she flashes her boyfriend, and the reaction on the guys like, ah! And they do the squeezing the tits thing, and they jump up like they drop everything and jump, or they're playing video games, and then they show up in the room naked, and the guy like just flips. I mean, what are these reactions? I don't understand. Yeah, like have you never seen? Have you ever never seen your wife or girlfriend naked? Is this the first time? Obviously, and I, I recognize that I'm a huge hypocrite because for knowing all this, it means I've spent time on the app. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have too, but I haven't literally, I have not gone on there. I'm not even kidding for probably three weeks now because I recognize that I know that I'm not the demographic that is obsessed with it. Yeah, we sound old right now. We do, but I also recognize... I also recognize that I choose not to be addicted to another platform. Like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be because I I realize that Facebook already does suck me in when I don't want it to. And then I lose time that I'm not aware of. That's very much an addictive thing, quality. So I don't need another thing. Like, I'm choosing not to just see this fluff and nonsense. And it's, uh, and again, part part of me is jealous being in show business for you know 14 years and you 20 plus years and it's so hard to get build a following of yeah. any sorts with real talent and skill and actual content mm-hmm. 
Then you see these twits with 50,000, 200,000 followers for nothing, for just dancing yeah. in front of their pool in a thong. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I oh, know. My, my mind is like, and then, the, but they don't know the difference between that and actual followings and fan bases and right. like people. So they're like, oh my God, I'm famous. And right. it's like, oh, I, I don't know. It's I know. cynical. I know. I'm, I recognize I sound old and cynical, but that's just. Well, it is frustrating. It's, my I, I think, point of view. When, um, when American Idol came out, I remember a lot of musicians were critical and people were critical of uh, singers just going on there and then getting this overnight success when, you know, even if you're extremely talented, it takes years and years and years and years until you reach the point where you get access to that, that kind of mass audience. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, for the most part, if you think about it, it's it really is the people who grind it out for real for real that has sustainability yeah like even if you look at american idol how many people from there are actually famous except for kelly clarkson she was the first one uh carrie underwood and then maybe like really really famous not that many i know so and uh and it's true Uh, hold on i just want to come back to a point but uh yeah i remember when howard stern was a judge in america's got talent and there was this guy um that uh this young guy i remember this pop singer with like curly hair and blue eyes and he had these like songs and it, it was they were fine the songs or whatever and people girls loved him and he got through to a few rounds, and Howard's advice was, you know what, you need to, you're you're good, you're fine and everything, but you need, before the big time, you need a few years of the road and playing small bars and getting booed and, mm-hmm. you know, taking your licks. It's true. And, um, you know, it's, it's so, and people were like, boo, booing his advice, and it's like, it's so true, because... Y- and that's the thing. It boils down to paying your dues. So these people with these millions of fans, like quote-unquote fans for doing nothing but wearing a bikini and shaking their booty yeah, is uh, frustrating to someone that is or has paid their dues for so long. Well, and I think true art and true talent, not I think, it is. True art, true true talent, there's no, there's no age to that. Like if you are really good, you are really good, period. That's it. Look at, you know, Willie Nelson. Look at, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, you know, people that have a sustained music career. Um, I don't know. Whether you like her or not, Celine Dion, Dolly Parton. Yeah, but they still Bonnie paid Raitt. their dues. No, no, uh, no. Uh, that's what I'm trying to get at is that those twits on TikTok that are just shaking their ass. TikTok. Huh? Twit talk. <laughs> yeah. Or TikTok. If, um,. If they're they're not going to like, what are they going to do after they're not eighteen, twenty, twenty five years old? What's what's after that? If if all you're doing is shaking your ass and being this young um, twit talk, then you know. Well, the thing what is, what happens after that? Yeah. Wh- what else do we want to see? Well, it might sustain. That's the thing. They they won't know uh, the reality. They'll just be in this bubble of of hundreds of. Thousands of horny dudes following them because they can. Yeah, but how they long? can do this uh, the elbow dance. But how uh, long can they do that? I don't know. Pretty long decades. Decades? How? If you're 18 till you're at least, uh, you know mid 30s, I don't know. That's I don't know about that. That's w- a good question. 
What do you mean? You think after that you're not desirable? Of course you're desirable, but maybe not to the the twit, like maybe not to that following. Yeah, I don't know. I see people there of all ages, but as long as you're in a bikini and have, uh, you're well endowed, you you, you get followers. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And but yeah, that's. I, I see over thirty people on there, but as long as you're how in a much, bikini, how do you make money on TikTok if you have a hundred thousand followers? I was how looking at it. Money? I was looking at it because some people that's what they're like. I'm gonna make money, and it's you have to first of all, it's got to be millions and uh, of followers, and you can sell your prof- profile or get monetization or or ads or something. Anyway, it's stupid. Yeah, it really is stupid. And you're right. Like the acting, there's so many uh, that are set up and are act. And acting is very difficult. So these contrived little TikToks that are yeah. clearly acted because they're bad actors. I mean, yeah, I saw this one. It was clearly just like this guy, this guy playing the guitar and his wife. It's his wife. So it's not like a new relationship or whatever comes by and she goes the caption is like was just adjusting my belt lol and he's playing his acoustic and she comes in the frame and starts taking her belt off but she's just adjusting but again he's like oh puts the guitar down runs away like to the bedroom like what kind of world is this Mm -hmm. who reacts that way in any other world and this shit works it goes viral people are like oh he's a keeper it's like fuck (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh my God! Do you guys not recognize this? The it, one was uh, I saw yesterday, and again I'm on there for the wrong reason because I just scroll and seethe. I'm just like, ugh, look at this shit. <laughs> and so this one, uh, this one. You could just have it as a fun thing, but it is. You know, I know. I I I hate it. But in a way, I bet you could create some really good funny TikTok. I have videos. some. I'm a hypocrite. I have three on there. Well, there's nothing wrong. That's the thing. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just frustrating. You you know what it is. Use them as use these platforms for tools, but that you get sucked into watching these and then you feel ashamed because you never feel good after. You're never like, oh, I'm really glad I did that. Whereas, you're right. What happened? I don't know. I accidentally. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) I got all fired up. No, the, but uh, yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Go. What do you mean you're sorry? I'm really you're sorry. You're allowed to talk. No, when you go to the gym, you feel really good. There's certain things you feel really good when you do. No, I don't think anyone in the world finishes watching TikTok for half an hour. That gone like that. That part of your life is gone. No one watches. No one watches TikTok for half an hour and goes really feel good about that. I saw one that was a care. Someone was trying to get a Karen video to go viral <laughs> and it couldn't have been more acted. It's an em- in an empty parking lot and this woman is is next to oh let me see if I can uh, I love how Karen has just become a thing now. Like it's Yeah. It's not a name, it's like a adjective. Here, let me see if I, I haven't can. said that word in a long time. Oh yeah. Okay. TikTok shows parking lot. Oh my god, this was actually Picked up. Oh, what? Talk to me. It was picked up by by a le- well, not a legitimate, but by the da- the Daily Dot. Oh no, this is not the one. The, anyway, there was one contrived. I don't know if I can find it. I should have. So tell me what it is. It's basically um, this guy's parked next to. Oh, come on, stupid computer. This guy's parked next to. Yeah, one sec. 
this part this guy's parked next to he's got a big truck and he's parked next to a car apparently really close in a completely empty parking lot and then it just starts with the video of her being like hey you're under citizen's arrest i'm he's like what do you what do you mean <laughs> she's like i'm arresting you and she, and she he goes can you move your car and there's no reason he can't just drive off like he's just he's parked like a foot away <laughs> from her just drive off. She, he's like, um, I'm going to move my car. She's like, you're not going anywhere. I'm putting you under citizens. The cops are coming. And he's like, for what? You're parked too close to my car. And then the, there's a follow-up video. And she's like reaching for his phone. Like really badly, poorly acted. Reaching for, give oh me God. your phone, I says. And it's... <laughs> So dumb. And then the third one, she's on his hood, and she's like, you're not going anywhere. The police are coming. And then he honks. You did not just honk at me. And then people are buying this. They're like, what a bitch. Can't believe it. These are the, This is the world we live in. Anyway. Is that a TikTok? Yes. But an obviously contrived one. I like the cute I like the cute TikToks where they bring in their like grandparents and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And those they're all are doing fine. a they're, they're fi- It's fine. It's just, you it's know. It's cute. Yeah, and some some people are really good dancers, and and that's cool to watch. Yeah, I like that. I some mean, that's are good dancers, but no, a lot aren't. Yeah, a lot. It's just really a glorified. Uh, you put your left foot in, you put your left <laughs> yeah. foot out, you put, and you do it all the hokey pokey, everybody, yeah. or the macarena. It's like not yeah. really dancing. It's like group moves. Like mm-hmm. just do that. Anyway. Yeah. Two point one million followers. I'm like, oh my god. And again, I'm just <laughs> jealous. I'm. I'm Coming from jealousy. Let's try. Uh, let's try to get Derek Sega okay. on the line. All right. I was tried him at. Uh, I texted him at seven fourteen. He said, uh, "Still pooping." <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork. All right. I think he's probably ready now. Well, you know. He said, "Stretch." Uh, I need five minutes, but that was a while ago. All right. Let's see if we can get him on the line. I think we are live with our friend Derek Sega. How are you there, buddy? I am, I am here. I'm right oh, here. Oh, good here morning, right. sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm great. How are you guys this morning? Good. Just uh, complaining about TikTok, like old people. I saw that. I, uh, I, I, I feel a little bit the same way that you do about TikTok. And then now that song, thank you very much. Will be- <laughs> I know. It's got to it be the best. me for days. That's stupid thing. I know. But if you think about it from a, a, a songwriter's perspective, it's got to be one of the catchiest hooks ever written. I mean, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. I, I cannot. You just hear half a second of it, and it's in there all goddamn day. Your kids, are your kids, they must be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. I'm on TikTok, but I think I've only tickety-talked twice. <laughs> Is that the verb? That's that's what I I even do TikToks about not tickety talking. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm the we're, yeah I know I mean I'm very much a hypocrite talking about this because I'm on there I have I've done three and I'm obviously on there because I know all this stuff so I'm scrolling and so I'm just yeah, you can burn an hour pretty quick on those things yeah. Anyway, how you doing, Panderic 2020? Um, what's, <laughs> what's going on in your world? How you been lately? I've noticed that you've been doing um, a few shows. You've done three now, live shows, Zoom uh, shows? That was the fourth one we the just did last one. Friday. And did yeah. you actually have people in your backyard? Did I catch that? Yeah, the last two we had people. Uh, that looked really looked cool. Fly. 
I guess the first one we were a little bit all at once. No, we were allowed. We were not. We were allowed. Even when I did the last one, we were allowed to have ten people, and maybe we had eleven, whatever. And this week we uh, we had a little bit more than ten. I don't know what the law is now. The rule. I don't even want to call them law because it's see when people just make up willy nilly any numbers. <laughs> they're more like guidelines. I like to think. <laughs> And uh, but it yeah, is... so I had the people in the yard. It was I even made a team. It was uh, called an evening with the Allens, which are the Allens are my best friends since I was a little kid. And there's four siblings and their mom were here. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, with their with significant others and that. Did that help with um, with perform like getting uh, laughs without a delay or anything? Just having live people there, obviously, it must have been better than nobody. It did. Zoom doesn't have much of a delay, but it, having live people and those people that know me the best in the world, right? That's right. even more kept me on my toes. And also, I ended up doing like 25 brand new minutes. Oh, that's great. Just talking about anecdotes about times with those people, with my friends Chad and Jay. Oh, that's um, great. So not even necessarily... Which was great. Are you writing COVID material or not? Are you are you trying to stay away from it? I'm not. You know, I don't know. You don't know this about me, I guess. But I don't. I don't really write. I don't sit and write ever. Right. I just kind of play with stuff on stage, which is what I did when my friends are there. I just started talking about them uh, to give context to the people on Zoom and YouTube. Like these are my friends. This is what I remember. One time when we were kids, we went dumpster diving and blah blah blah. <laughs> And uh, the material was crushing in the yard, but it seemed to also be doing great on the Zoom and YouTube. People were like, oh, my God, these guys are hilarious. So uh, I just kept going. I should rewatch that. It was like 25 minutes of just riffing that's another about who good, I had in my backyard. That's another good thing about doing shows that way is that you kind of have that new material archived. Like you can look back on it and take a look at it. Yeah. And um yeah. and see how you're doing it rather than because a lot of times we have the the best intentions to videotape or, or record ourselves and then afterwards mm -hmm. watch it but how often do you actually do that right? Um, but you must never. have never. That's De the problem. Derek, I never you, watch myself. Oh, I know it's torture to watch yourself. But do you you must have an idea of what you're gonna say on stage though, right? Because I, I admire the fact because I'm more of a writer. I like I write and then obviously. What I've written and what I've planned ends up being this sort of organic thing that can expand on stage, of course, and then kind of breathes life into it. But you must have an idea of what you're going to say before you go on stage, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> you don't? Really? You have no idea at all? Um, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I have material, right? I have material that's been tried and true and, and worked and reworked and reworked. Uh, but uh, I don't ever know which ones of those I'm going to do when I get oh, on stage. I, I mean, I have okay. a pretty good idea. Like, you know, we all yeah. latch on to closers, you know. Of like, course. we all have a, a a big one that we pull out, like either a closer or when you feel the audience is starting to drift away from you, you pull out something that's very, very tried and true. And, true. You know, in, in uh, you read the audience, too. Like, there's certain, like, jokes that, oh, yeah, this one is really good for this, whatever, for this kind of crowd. Uh, but I don't, uh, sometimes I, I'm shocked myself. I come off stage and I'm like, damn, man, like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. That's the best though, isn't it? I, I love that. I find going up. I on, like it. Yeah. yeah. I find going up on stage without a set list. I'll go through phases where I'll do it for a while. No set list or anything. You just go up. It's kind of like going, uh, running with a weighted vest. And then when you go up with a set list, it's like, oh, this shit is really easy. You know, it's, it's just one less step. 
of thinking in your Zoom shows, how many people do you have watching on Zoom and on YouTube? Uh, I cut the the limit is twenty five on Zoom. Yeah. Uh, like Zoom lets you have a hundred, whatever. But uh, I try to keep it at twenty. It's no, I can't manage it. I can't. Uh, mm. You know what I mean? So you have to be scrolling through different pages and stuff. It's too much. So I uh, I keep it at um, twenty five. And this time I think I had like eighty some eighty something on on YouTube. That's great. And you have uh... during during the live thing. I don't really I, I don't know how many people ordered the the, the show and maybe watch it later. So. Right. I say in total, probably somewhere between 110 and 150. That's unreal. That's and do great. do you uh, are you gonna like keep... a club show? It's basically like yeah, like a regular size club show. Right. And you've got two laptops in front of you. I'm assuming one is for YouTube, one TikTok. TikTok is that it? Exact, exact, exact. Yeah. And then uh, is this something once once? Uh... Oh, you've seen you saw the sh- the the pictures of the show. Yes. The set. I was just about yeah. Looks awesome. I was just about to share that with you. Yeah. It, it's. Uh... Well, actually, uh, when Jen, uh, if Jen has a question, I'll share it. But um, wh- is this something once you uh, live shows start again that you could see yourself doing every once in a while, or fuck it, like when once live shows goes, forget this <laughs> Zoom shit. Um, I I guess I I don't know what why would the it's really just to fill the need that we have. I don't know if you guys are like that, but I need to do, I need to play sometime. Yeah. And I was actually pleasantly surprised with how uh, not mission. Like usually if I don't do a show for 10 days, let's see, I become just such an angry person, right? Right. Uh, this time it hasn't been getting to me, I think, because you feel like you're in the same boat with everybody else. Mm. Everyone's not able to do their thing. I don't know. The same with money. Usually if I get, this broke. I'm very stressed and irritable and all that. Uh, and it hasn't been so bad. It hasn't been, you know, like being this broke. I'm like, everybody's broke. It's fine. It I re- wonder if it's know. because, I wonder if it's because whenever we're not in a pandemic, it's easy to blame yourself and then you're angry at yourself for not doing better. Whereas right. now there's literally nothing we can do about it. So it's kind of, there's something freeing about that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, help I guess, I guess it is. It does help, like you said, that everyone's in the same boat. I am showing the pictures right now on the screen for our Facebook uh, Live viewers. By the way, if you are just tuning in, uh, comedian and uh, friend Derek Sagan is on the line with us. And, of course, we are available on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. So check out the full interview if you've missed part of it. And uh, vice versa, if you're listening on Apple and you want to see the pictures, just go on uh, Facebook.com slash Show. And also follow Derek. We'll plug his stuff later. But uh, yeah, it's such a cool setup. It seems intimate. Like I would do this show in regular times, like outside of a pandemic, like just a nice backyard show with all the nice lights, lighting, and and you built a new deck, did you? Is that right? Uh, yeah, my I finished mine last year. Right. I've been doing deck. Uh, it's been deck palooza for me this summer. <laughs> I built. I did another uh, friend, which was a much bigger project than I thought it was going to be in the. Uh, like in a town next door, St. Hubert, that's right next door. Uh, that's what I thought, you know, yeah, I'll give you a hand. That took four days or four or five days. Fuck, nine days later, I'm still at their house. <laughs> see, I'm helping their kids with their homework. I was like fucking Elgin <laughs> on the ground. I just, <laughs> I just fucking live here now, everybody. Hey. Derek for hire. Your backyard looks uh, very cool, very cozy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. I'm so impressed with all of your talents, actually. Like, I didn't even know you could do that stuff. 
Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a hundred percent sure either when I tackled, started tackling it all. But uh, I seem to have a knack for it. And here's the truth, though: I thoroughly enjoy it. I was going to ask you that because you know I'm thinking as I'm seeing this this uh, content on your Instagram of you building and and sharing all of it. I'm like, it's kind of a no brainer that you should pitch a show where you do home improvements. I mean, you're such a character. You'd be fun to watch. You'd be like the, you know, the Mike Holmes kind of, but the funny, you know, un- yeah. unfiltered well, that's what, Derek, you know, a lot of the content. That's what I'm saying. This is part of a pitch. And that's how I initially started uh, videotaping it at all. Like when I was building my own deck, I'm like, this could be, this could be a fun show. And the Definitely. whole, the angle, the angle of the show pitch that I'm I'm working on is, you know, there's so many how-to shows, right? How many how-to shows do mm-hmm. we need? You know, DIY how how-to. Well, my show is different in that sometimes the show will be more of a how not to. Right, yeah. right, right, right. right. <laughs> and then, and uh, I was thinking of calling the show "Not to Code." Because, mm. you know, sometimes yeah. you're just patenting a thing like this isn't really how the pros, it's not a textbook version of it. Like, for instance, I put, I wanted to put a light under my, under my, like there's two levels of my deck. So when you come out the patio door, you go down five stairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that create like a, a storage area underneath the deck. I can put lumber and, you know, tools and things. I can, it's like a little mini cabanon that we have under the stairs. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to put, I put a light there. So I drew the electricity out there, and then I'm like, ah, oh, jeez. Apparently, like I'm reading on Google or whatever, you're supposed to put the outdoor, and I'm doing air quotes, outdoor light fixture. I'm like, I don't want to go to fucking Ano Depot right now to get an outdoor <laughs> uh, light fixture. I've got this, lamp. whatever, you know, those light bulb, little light <laughs> yeah. bulb holder things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this, this is good enough outdoor. And I'm like, I guess maybe I should outdoorify it a little bit. So I took a, the cap off of my... Uh, you know, the pool chemicals, the chlorine buckets yeah. there with the blue top? Yes. So I just screwed the blue top into the ceiling <laughs> into the ceiling to create a little parapluie for the light fixture. <laughs> and then screw. <laughs> Pretty sure that doesn't pass inspection, but <laughs> it, it does the job. I know that you're also good at building tree houses and forts. I am. But the tree died. I built it. I built the fort that killed the tree. Oh, oh yeah. Is it? Do you still have that in the backyard? The thing. I thought that was so funny that you built it for your kids and they never used it once. No, yeah. You became a giant cat litter box for the next door neighbor's cats. <laughs> a double decker, two story, a two story cat litter box. The, the kids didn't like it. I always wanted one when I was a kid. The only time they used it was when their friend came over and their friend would be like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. Look at that. There's, oh, my God, there's a ladder over here, a fire pole. And they're like, yeah, whatever. I guess that's the nature, eh? Whenever you have it at home, you just don't care. Like, it's like you take it for granted. I always, I take everything so personally when it comes to my kids. I I thought, I thought it's because, yeah, daddy, I will watch you build this for six (laughs) months. And then just shun it and spite it as oh, soon as it's ready. Speaking of your uh, so kids. no, it's not there anymore. I tore it down to to answer the question. I tore it down and and resurfaced that whole back area for what, a better. Once you tore it down, where your kids like, Dad, where the hell is the treehouse? We love that thing. Yeah, yeah, we were having a sleepover tonight. What the hell? <laughs> the uh... no, the kids are quite enjoying the the Shangri La that I built in the backyard. Now that Jimmy and Reese are both like nineteen and twenty, right? So right, they're like, ah, oh, yes, invite friends over, sit in my little gazebo back there, smoking joints or whatever. And I get home, I'm like, hey, 
she was like, oh, can you sit over there on the, on the patio set? <laughs> <laughs> You're in Shangri-La. I'm over here in fucking poor man town. <laughs> it is a pretty sweet backyard. And what I like about your house is you've been there for, for like, what, 18 years now or something? 20, like yeah. 20 years? Uh, 19, 19 years. Wow. Yeah. So it's very much homey. It feels like... It, I like yeah, it's just that. I mean, it's homey. It's lived in, um, you know. Very, <laughs> That's the polite way of saying it's messy, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. What I what I feel like it's, it's like when you go. Cozy. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, speaking of your kids, last time you were on, you talked about how your daughter. One of your kids had bought an iPad Pro with Serb and everything. They must be yeah. excited that this has been extended. Are they rolling in it? Oh man, they're ex- my daughter, the one that bought the iPad Pro, is like ching, yeah. Um, <laughs> Mama needs a new fucking gold-plated cover for the iPad. It's uh, true that age group where you don't have a lot of bills, but you're considered a quote-unquote adult. Yeah. But you don't have your own rent even. Like they don't have. Oh, wow. That's yeah, you think during these times there would be a little stipend that they were offering me. But just like so last night before Jimmy went to bed, I'm like, listen, I've got to go today. I'm, I'm going to help a friend work on the, uh, a rebuild that he's doing. And I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot about the electricity and plumbing. It's really exciting. But uh, anyway, so I knew I'd be gone all day today. So I'm like, Jamie, we need uh, hand soap and buy an extra one so that I can bring it with me to the this where the, the job site where my friend is because I was there and there's nowhere to wash your hand and it's dirty work. I'm still a I'm still a little bit of a priss, even though I, I'm getting getting to work with my hands. I still want to keep my hand model beautiful hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked her to pick up like a four thing of hand soap and what was the other thing I asked her to pick up? Oh, a paper towel. And she's like, okay, we do, is there money on the counter? I'm like, that bad knack. You're going to pay for this run. See, I went to Costco last week and it cost me $800. Oh, yeah. Here. We're all making the same salary here at Tabatnak. I'm the one that's in charge. I'm not even ever home anymore. You're eating all the food and I'm paying, buying all the food. This is not a fair deal. Yeah. I remember when my mom wanted me when I was in my 20s and I wasn't in school. If I wasn't in school and I was making money and I was old enough and I was still living at home, she charged me rent. And, and I, at first I was really pissed off about that, but it was like, not a lot of money. It was a few hundred dollars, but she's like, well, you're making money. You should be contributing. If you're not in school, you should be contributing to the household's costs. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I resisted it. I resisted it. And it's like, there's no way I'm paying to live in this prison. (laughs) (laughs) And meanwhile, you're like, I had it pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. In retrospect, yeah. Totally. Yeah, good. What, um, are you going to do any more Zoom shows or do you have any more planned? Uh, I think I just got hired to do a Zoom show. Shoot, I don't remember what it's, when or what it's for. Hope it's not today. Hope it wasn't <laughs> yesterday even more. <laughs> uh, uh, I've actually, the it looks like we're going to be able to start doing real shows pretty soon. I think yeah. I, I might do it again. If, if Until things go back to absolutely normal, I think I will continue doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for now, I've... I just got booked to do on July 12th. We're doing a drive-in, a drive-in show. Oh yeah, those are yeah. popping up everywhere. Yeah. Is it a real uh, drive-in or a parking lot? I think it's. I think they're setting it up because it's at the Dorval Airport. It's at Pierre Trudeau Airport. Oh, I so saw. I, I saw they were doing that with containers as the screen, like they're using these. Uh, something, yeah. yeah. And I, I guess 
because the airports now are operating at like you know 40 and 50 percent capacity they have a a bunch of space that's available Yeah, I've heard good things about them. I, when I first heard the idea of a of a drive-in show, I was like, Ugh, I don't know. But but people are saying it's good. I mean, you get to, like you said with your Zoom show, you get to just talk into a mic and hash out ideas and just keep. Uh, it's like going to the gym at least, so you don't get all loose and saggy. Yeah, I found it interesting the number of comedians that have been poo-pooing on the format, like video, like Zoom, or even more so YouTube, when you you have zero feedback, you know. Right. <clears throat> but now, now after doing the fourth one, uh, I've actually I I enjoyed this last one. I was more comfortable with the format, you know, especially and and it's it sounds silly, but. You know, part of what we do, we have to be there in the moment, right? Even in a club, you got to be there and pay attention to what's happening around you. Yeah. So this one, it's after the after doing it four times, my brain really started to fire on the right cylinder for that format because you've got so I've got like twelve people in my yard that have to pay attention to and their laughter and you know topics that they seem to latch onto, and then I've got twenty five voices in my ear and I can see on screen. Um, but then I've got YouTube people, so you've got to glance at the comments. Like, are they into it? Oh, you're paying too much attention to the Zoom people. Oh, sorry, YouTube. Here you go. Here's a little shot of my nipple. I don't know what to give them. <laughs> but, but it's like your brain. You know, like I don't know if you guys get this. When I'm on stage, I feel like my, at no other time in my daily life does my brain function at such a high level. It's like the whole world slow down, and my brain is able to you know, think on three or four or five different levels at the same time. Like you're thinking the, the next joke that you're going to tell. Yeah. You're yeah. thinking about, oh, that joke that I started with that got a big laugh. I'm going to try to make a call back to that because it, it really hit. And I'm like, okay, that person just picked their nose. I'm going to fucking put that in the bank. And, you know, like there's so much shit going on in my brain. And yet words keep fucking just pouring out of my mouth. It's yeah. so true. And like you said, in no other aspect in in our lives, well, personally, I can't do that for the most part, but... Yeah, on stage you're talking. Meanwhile, you're not thinking whatsoever about the words that are actually coming out of your mouth. You're thinking of what's next, what's happening. Yeah. Are you doing crowd work on these shows? Is that why you're limited to 25 people? And and um, are you going yeah, I through? Yeah, de- I definitely talk to the, the Zoom people. Right. Do you think it would be as successful or less if you just did a set without, without really addressing them much? Um. That's been one of the complaints that I get. The people watching on YouTube get jealous. Like, you're paying too much attention to the Zoom people. And I'm like, well, that's what fucking comedy is. That'd yeah, be like yeah. sitting in the front row and complaining because I'm talking to somebody in the second row. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, oh, that's a funny shirt, whatever. Hey, I'm in the front row. Why are you talking to me? I'm yeah. right here. Since, yeah, since when has comedy become so interactive all of a sudden? It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like people think that they get an opinion or something. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. What, you just awesome. don't pay the $1 awesome. to watch next time, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> You can't win with people either. Like, a lot of times they're either complaining about us talking to them too much. Like, I don't want to sit in the front row because you're going to talk to me. It's like, well, I thought you want. And then now they're like, talk to me. Why aren't you talking to me? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. But it, now that, again, after the fourth one, I feel like I found the balance. Also, the way that I set it up the first time, I had Zoom coming up through the speaker of my computer. So the YouTube was picking up what the people on Zoom were saying, but they're on like a 10 second delay. So it was like weird. Anyway, so now I put the Zoom people in my ear through headphones right? and I'm I'm managing it in my real time. You know what I it's mean? Smart. So everybody, 
Because, yeah, people seem to think even if it's a Zoom comedy show, quote unquote, they're like, oh, this is a conference call. I can just give my opinion on every one of these premises or punchlines. And yeah, I would say I'd say a lot of uh, so this was again the fourth one of the twenty-five people that were in the Zoom this time. I think probably fifteen or sixteen of them were in the previous Zoom show. Right. So they kind of got an idea of how to behave. Like I noticed at the beginning of the show. I'm like, hey, how come I can't hear anybody? And I thought it was me. I thought I forgot to unmute all or whatever. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking for the button, and there and then somebody somebody unmuted and like, no, no, Derek, we muted ourselves, so that <laughs> so that you didn't have to do it, <laughs> you know? Because last time, as soon as somebody spoke a little bit too loudly or too long, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? You must be a joy during isolation. Oh, what am I gonna do today? You want to play some new cool? I'm just fucking never shutting up through the whole fucking day of isolation. So a lot of a lot of those kinds of jokes. And you asked if I was writing any any uh, Corona whatever isolation jokes. Um, I just I released my album at that show, so my album is out now. It's I'm, it's in transit right now. It's being shipped to me today. Uh, the one you did called... on March 14th or whatever. Uh, in, yeah, in March Ottawa? 14th exactly. Yeah. In Ottawa, yeah. Uh, it uh, it's called Panderic First Wave. I love it. Because I I taped two shows that night and I was trying to edit them together to make one like eighty minute CD. Yeah. And it was my friend Abdul was like, dude, who knows when you're ever gonna be able to get on stage to record another album? Why don't you just make it two albums? I'm like, oh fuck, that's a great idea. So I'm releasing this one, Panderic First Wave, and then the next one will be Panderic, either Second Wave or This Is the End or fucking The End Is Near. I don't know something 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 about the the pandemic. I like I like the, I like the waves. That's very good. Do you yeah. think? Do you think so? Whether or not you'll still do these Zoom shows once things get back to fully normal, do you think it's helped you increase your digital media like presence, your content, like pushing out more consistent? Because you're on there every day. Were you like that before? No, not at all. I think the content, actually, the Instagram stuff I've been doing has helped to because that's the only place I advertise the live shows is on social media. Right. I don't I don't do anything. I mean, I don't even know what else media there is during isolation. I'm not going to take an ad in the Montreal Gazette, right? Because yeah. I literally have people watching from uh, Virginia to Florida to Thailand to, uh, you know, Vancouver, all, all across this country. Um, so, yeah, to gather 130, 140 people from the vastness of the planet. I mean, I guess the numbers are pretty low if you look at it like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the universe, the whole universe, I mean, just... But me. the only promo I do is on Instagram, and it's that content. I don't even know where that came from. I think it was because my kids were always like, oh, let's check out this content. But what about this content? And I'm like, content, content, content. It's like a TikTok. I just can't... The word content got stuck in my head. <laughs> and, and now I'm selling T-shirts that have content written on it. Love it. You, I noticed that you uh, buzzed your hair. What? What was that? Because you didn't have access to a hairdresser during the pandemic. Yeah, it started with um, uh, my beard was just getting out of control, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, here I'm sending you a picture of the t-shirts that I just made. I have three t-shirts on the go now, actually, but uh, yeah, it was just my beard was crazy long, and uh, so I started to the clippers to my beard. And then I'm like, well, fuck, when's the next time I'm going to be able to get a haircut? And I just kept the clipper going right up the sideburn and over top of my head. (laughs) 
It's a good look. You can pull it. It's off. starting to grow back now. It's a little like I've got little Julius Caesar bangs happening now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julius Caesar bangs. That's the best way to describe it. Must I'm feel sh- nice in the heat, eh? Have less hair. That's nice. Uh, I've been spent again. Fucking. I did nine days on that one deck, and then I did, uh, yeah, content T-shirt. Uh, and then I helped this guy, the guy right beside me, that's Chad, Chad Allen, who was part of the evening with the Allens, my best friend since I was about six years old. Uh, so I went over to help him finish his deck. <coughs> and uh, so, yeah, being out in the hot sun with no hair, and as you can see, my forehead, even when I had hair, my forehead goes on for a long time. <laughs> Goes on. That <laughs> that sun really beats down on that those little uh, what are they ridges little the bay of hairlessness <laughs> the bay of hairlessness and even in between like my scalp I found it's like at the end of the day you know when you, you get sun when I'm touching my scalp and it's like ah geez my hair hurts yeah Ooh. are you putting sunscreen on that puppy on my my noggin yeah. no no oh, I I I didn't even learn to put it on my neck and shoulders for like 15 heck? days. Uh, I like to have a tan, you know, Jenny. Got to look, got to yeah. stay my, my bronze sexy self. Yeah, but, but if you're out for hours, also, you're still going to get a tan with sunscreen on, FYI. There's so many weird tans I've had already. The summer is very young and but like working on the deck, you're often hunched over, right? Like you're bent over. So my back is like black and then fuck my, I have this super super white line across my under teeth like apparently when i'm hunched over my man boobs really fucking (laughs) curl over the bed and i still have a white line god come on (laughs) two little white pockets on my bed then oh my god uh... that's hilarious (laughs) it's so gross and my neck too i apparently i have like you know when babies look like their head is screwed on they've got that line across their neck yeah yeah well it happens when you're a baby and it also happens when you become fat and old because i have this fucking i have this white line on my neck from always being looking down you know you're looking down so you've got that double chin neck ripple action oh my just God. a straight white line of area on my throat that has never seen the sun it's like fucking i've got like a what's the alopecia or whatever what's that thing that michael jackson had oh yeah what's that called <laughs> alopecia i think is when you lose your hair i think yeah yeah that's the hair i don't one. remember what that's called Verdelago? Vitilago? Is that something? I don't know. I think it's Vitilago. Yeah, we're not making fun of that, but yeah, that's what it looks like you have. Uh, I just thought of a merch idea for you. You should take a picture of your your torso, nude torso, and superimpose it on a t-shirt. On a t-shirt, (laughs) And so that when people wear it, it'll look like they have your tan on. You know how you can do that with it? Maybe I'll take the picture right after I get out of the pool so I'll have a really small little penis down there too. I'll be like, I was was in the pool. I was bent over in the pool. Don't judge me. Hey, can I I interrupt with a funny comment? PM, one of our... uh, one of our very loyal listeners and friends, he says, in quote, curl over the badan. Now that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> curl over the badan 2020. Are there comments or questions for Derek, by the way, Jen? Can you uh, quickly uh, um, glance? Let's see here. I guess that would be I good don't... advice to anybody out there that has body crevasses. Make sure to stretch those out in the sun and wash them. 
Well, yeah. maybe feel free to leave some comments for Derek and we can revisit that because maybe people didn't think of doing that until right now. So there you go. We were so engaging that they couldn't be, they couldn't tear themselves away to tippity tap on the clavier to uh, ask a question. Yeah, that's right. So other than uh, doing I these... love how you have 1984 headshot of Jenny right behind you. That's I know, right? <laughs> I, do, yeah. I know. You, well, you know what? I that, that was used... your natural hair color. That's fantastic. I, excuse me. I still have my natural hair color. <laughs> Julian, Julian, do I dye my hair? No, of course not. I have a natural red hair, so after Look how you. nervous he is. Yeah, his, face, his face just fucking looked like a deer caught in the headlights. Tell, no, tell the truth. How, do I dye my hair? No, you don't have any gray hair yet? I have, well, really don't. Uh, I have like a couple, like, I can see a couple, like, white hairs coming in, but it's so, it's just me that would notice it. We call are, those... they on, are they on your bedan under teeth? <laughs> 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 I got oh some white God. hairs in some weird spots, I'll tell you. It's, well, it's easy, it's easier to digest if you, if you tell, uh, if you say you have frosted tips. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Derek, the reason I have that old headshot I have there... floppy tits. Is that the same? <laughs> Frosted tips and floppy tits. Hi, I'm Derek Sagan. That's the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's you guys' podcast in 25 years. Uh, Derek, <laughs> Derek when was the last... <laughs> You're the floppy tits, Julian, so uh, watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm already there. Um, when was the last? I don't have a lot of printed headshots anymore because no one ever needs them. You just send no, a digital copy, so I don't even have any current. Like I have a current headshot that I'm that's on my website and such, but I don't have like, and that's the one I could find in a pinch because everybody's always like, "Where's that voice coming from?" So we thought it'd be funny to put a headshot there. Totally, and that's the headshot that's in a lot of comedy clubs to this day mm -hmm. across yeah. the country. Uh, Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hugh, Huey Batherson says, hey, Jen and Julian, I love your banter every morning and love Derek. That's nice. Thanks. Love you, too. We love you, too, Huey. Yes, we do. Derek, your T-shirts are available at DerekSagan.com. Is that it? That's right. There's those ones. Uh, there's uh, the, my, my podcast with uh, Abdul Butt, which is called Bacon No Bacon. Mm -hmm. uh, I just got a whole shipment of, uh, of those Bacon No Bacon T-shirts. How often do you guys do the podcast? Once a week. We missed a week somewhere in the isolation because uh, I was doing that deck, fucking nonstop deck, decking. Is he in but LA yeah, right once now? a week. It'll, there'll be one out today, I think. Later today, it'll be out. Cool. Ch check that out. Uh, everywhere you get your podcasts, Bacon No Bacon. Is, that, is, is Abdul in LA and you guys do it over Zoom or Skype? We do mostly do it over, uh, uh, not Skype, uh, WhatsApp is the one we found is the most stable Oh, yeah. Are you printing uh, something right now? No, it's my uh, Nespresso, my new Nespresso machine. Sorry about oh. that. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I totally understand. I'm really into the Nespresso these oh, days. Oh, isn't it delicious? Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> but I bought the milk frother. It turns out I'm still really lazy. Oh, the milk frother is awesome. I used, I used the milk frother on day one. I'm like, fuck you. I have to wait a 15 extra second. Eat a <laughs> dick. I'm not doing this. But the, just... that's a great frother, though, the one that they have. Yeah, it's, it's so great. Easy. It's super fast. It is literally like 15 seconds you have to wait, but I'm like, well, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, I started buying my coffee mate again, the French vanilla, which totally <laughs> ruins the awesome Nespresso coffee. But Well, you like what you like. What are you going to do? It's 
The Nespresso is still good, even if you add that to it. But yeah. Do you guys have that Nespresso? I have Nespresso, but I decided to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep the Nespresso that I have, but I also got an old school like make your own, get your. Hot. Uh, no, like an espresso machine because I I do love espresso, but I don't like all of the throwing away the capsules. So right. even though they do have responsible quote unquote recyclings, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm still gonna use it. I think it's actually super good for traveling when we start to travel again because it's a small machine. And if yeah. we go on the road, it's actually really great for traveling. Like even if we just go to Julian's parents in New Brunswick, you can take that. I have a small Nespresso machine. It's like a pixie. Yeah, Erica had one too. I uh, think didn't that. Erica give you that tip to bring yeah. it on the road? She's yeah. a travel expert. She's a, she really uh, is. She really yeah. is. She's, she's got so many good ideas, that woman. Erica Sigurdsson, hilarious comedian and friend of ours. Uh, check her out, everybody. But you can pack this small little Nespresso machine. If we go to your parents, Jules, in New, in New Brunswick or anywhere, really, you can just – and the, the capsules come in those small boxes. Throw them in your suitcase and go. Yeah. So I, I'm going to yeah. keep it for that. But on a daily basis, I have this uh, great machine that I got at Canadian Tire. They go on sale, just FYI. It's called, it's Breville, and it's called Cafe Roma, and it's really good. And now I just use the grind, so I have a really good grinder. I'm very serious about the coffee. I love it. Huh. So I'm doing that. And that has one of those things, the wands that comes out, and you can froth your own milk. Right. Mine's definitely, oh, with a wand. That's cool. Yeah. Mine's definitely too big to travel with, but uh, I've got, so I've got, Angela doesn't drink coffee at all. So I've, right now I've got the Nespresso on the counter. I've still got the old Keurig on the counter because I'm kind of trying to keep them because they come to like 40 cents a coffee. The Nespresso is like a buck a coffee. So I'm I trying know. to get the kids to continue drinking the shitty Keurig. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when like we're having a part, I have a coffee maker too, to make a full pot of coffee to, when we're serving coffee to like. Oh, I know. You're just like me. We have the same thing. And Jules has quit coffee now, so I'm the only one who drinks coffee. But you know what's funny? Xavier Leger just hopped on and is watching right now. But I got the idea to get that machine from him and Raj because they posted about it. So shout out to him. And funny how he just popped on when I was talking about it. I got that cat. Xavier got that uh, Cafe Roma Breville espresso machine because of you guys. Because it's actually only a couple hundred bucks, and it's really good. Great reviews, and they love it. So, yeah. That's good. Cool. Xavier, I have a message for him, too. He, <laughs> I was, I was going to rent his parents' old college in Shediac, New Brunswick. Mm -hmm. I had reserved it and everything, and just to let him know that uh, I got my deposit back yesterday because apparently New Brunswick has still closed the borders to Quebec. Uh, the, 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 the border between Quebec and New Brunswick is about as tense as India, China. See, it's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> don't uh, come in here, you dirty Corona Quebecers. Oh, you know what? I don't blame them, really. They have such a pristine thing going on over there. Xavier says, How did you guys get Derek to agree to a 7 a.m. interview? <laughs> <laughs> they tricked me. I've been on here since 7 p.m. last night. We're going for the record. <laughs> I'm hammered. That's why I'm switching the coffee. I've been drinking all night. <laughs> well, they kept me in the waiting room since 7 p.m. last night. Yeah. When yeah, the fuck is this podcast going to start? Cause, see, they told me 7. Pretty sure I'm on time. <laughs> 
Uh, once again, go to uh, DerekSagan.com. You can get his uh, his T-shirts there and um, information for upcoming potential Zoom and YouTube shows. Uh, check out Bacon No Bacon everywhere you get your podcasts. And, of course, follow at the Derek Sagan on Instagram for hilarious daily content. Derek, thanks so much, buddy. We love you. and uh, Thank you. Love you too, guys. We'll, love you. We'll catch up soon, okay, my man? Yeah, I, we can actually visit each other. We're in the same province. Yeah. You guys. We should, uh, we oh, should my do gosh. Like a, uh, we should do that. Let's I have a pool, too. I know you're right near a river, but a pool is sometimes a little bit less uh, less maintenance. Come on over. Stay the, stay the weekend or stay the night, whatever. Oh, my gosh. That'd be awesome. And we have an apartment downstairs, so um, you and Ange could come and stay here for a night. I just want to uh, click. Is your mom not there anymore? Nope. Oh. No, she moved out last year. But did, did, I just want to clarify. Did you say that a pool was less maintenance than a river? <laughs> Not less maintenance, less uh, hassle to get to. Like oh, You don't right. have to walk down the street, down the hill, and go, itch, ouch, right. ouch, ouch, itch. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> My I love a pool. I love a pool. We grew Very up with point. a pool, and I miss it. Like when I was a kid, we always had a pool. Loved it. Come check out my handiwork in the yard. The little, the Shangri-La is really coming together. You We're, know what? We're going to do that. Yeah. Just, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's head to, to Brasau. All right, buddy. We love you. And uh, that's Derek Sagan, everybody. Once again, go to the, uh, at the Derek Sagan on Instagram and DerekSagan.com for all, for all of your Derek Sagan needs. Have a good one, buddy. We'll talk soon. Cheers, buddy. Much okay. love. Yeah, much love. See you. Later. And there he is. That was Derek Sagan. It was fun chat with our buddy. Our pal, the very funny Derek Sagan. Are you there, Jim? Yes, I am. All right. Good that stuff. That was great. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, it's always so easy to... Uh, he cracks me up, man. ...to talk to him. He's so funny, and um, yeah, you could just go on and on and on. Like, it's... it's it, Sometimes you, you interview people, like, quote-unquote, even if they're your friends, and there's, like, these lulls or these moments of, like, oh, okay, what's... It's just, it flows with him, and he's just such a pro and just a really good guy and what funny. What a great guy. Funny guy. Uh, there's nothing uh, bad to say about Derek. No, he's the best. And he gave us an idea for uh, a new podcast, Frosted Tips and Floppy Tits. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> anyway, that's... Uh, so I, by the way, I just want to give a shout-out. It's my sister Sophie's birthday today. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sophie. Soph McGoff. It is Juneteenth today. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. We should do first uh, a couple things. Uh, thanks, by the way, for watching. If you are watching live on Facebook, uh, please give us a share or a like, and um, any of that helps, any sort of reaction. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, thank you, or vice versa, subscribe. You know what I'm saying. And As always, this episode of The Julian Dion Show is brought to you once again by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best, freshest, most delicious hot sauces, salsas, jellies, and barbecue and grilling sauces. Our friend and yours, Doug Knight, chef by trade, and his wife, Laura, have become obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor. They nail it every time. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Do yourself or the hot sauce lover in your life a favor and fill your fridge up. Our fridge is full. We're just going through the stuff nonstop. We've done a couple tastings on the air, some of our most popular episodes. And it's truly some of the best sauces you can uh, you can taste. Oh, Gringosblazingsauces.com. Yeah. Free shipping for orders over $40 anywhere in Canada. And they ship all over North America. That's Gringosblazingsauces.com. Gringosblazingsauces.com. So delicious.
Yeah, and we keep discovering we've got like I don't know, t- t- what ten, twelve bottles in the fridge. Yeah, all different product, and we keep discovering what goes w- well with uh, certain certain uh, pairings, as yes. they say. Yes. And I love uh, I love it. And I discover that I truly like every single one I've tried. They're just d- yeah. everyone is a little bit different. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, they're, they're so different, and. Uh, I can't wait to get some more. Oh, yeah. Hint, hint, if Doug is watching. Hinty, hinty, Dougie, Dougie. All right, let me... Uh, want to do the thing, Gen Z? Sure. You can just go for it anytime you want. I'm always ready. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news in the headlines from Jen Jenny. That's right. Here's your daily dose for Friday, June 19th. So you'll like this, Jules. There is a widely shared meme that claims COVID-19 death rate without a vaccine is lower than the flu death rate with a vaccine. Wait, say that again. uh, There's a widely shared meme that claims COVID-19 death rate without a vaccine is lower than the flu death rate with a vaccine. Where do people get these stats? Oh, it's it's bullshit, but it's going through, like people are sharing it like crazy. But um, it says here, uh, Dr. Allison McGeer says, COVID is unquestionably much worse than the than There's a no black, question. bad flu season. She is an infectious disease specialist. I love these people that think that they know more than an infectious disease specialist well, they at think the hospital. It's not necessarily that they think they know more. is that they're convinced that the infection disease specialist is in on the hoax. Right. It's insane. Yeah. The image meme appears to have started circulating in social media groups in North America, but it's not clear what country's death rates it is referring to. So according to Health Canada stats... As of June 17th, the mortality rate of COVID-19 in Canada is 22 deaths per 100,000 population. But in a way, like when you when you hear those stats and you compare them to the flu, you can't really like the reason that it's it could have been so much higher and we've talked about this a lot, but uh it's called a uh what do you call it? It's a paradox. Have you heard this term before? It's called a health paradox. You've talked about it a lot, Jules, where, yeah, that's what we call a public health paradox. We don't see the deaths that never happened. And it's not dramatic, like pulling someone from a crashed car at the side of the road and saving their life. It's not traumatic. We never see the lives that were saved. Yes, exactly. And that's the tricky thing. That's the thing. The lockdown worked. Social distancing worked. So now people are saying it's a scam. Yeah. See, they said millions would die. Well, yeah, because it were. I mean, you can't win. It's a public health paradox. That's what it's called. So, um, if if the lockdown hadn't worked, or we hadn't locked down, and a bunch of people would have died, they'd say it's population control, reduce the population. Bill Gates. They're still saying that, but then then the lockdown is happening, and it's like, and it worked, and it's like, oh, it's a scam. It never happened. What they said is, uh, you can't, you can't win. No, you can't. And something I think we always have to remember is that sometimes we need to look at where the information is coming from the most in a lot of ways. So even with people in our lives directly, 
you'll see a correlation with some people that just love spreading bad news and like no matter what's going on they want it to seem like it's worse than it is no matter what so you'll always be able to find information to make it things seem shittier than they are and if that's what gets you off then that's what you know that's what you're going to be talking about you're going to be spreading that kind of garbage yeah right no matter what's going on so i don't think i think the people that are sharing that meme and are spreading like lies and toxicity are probably doing that in other areas of their life so it's probably not just isolated to covid-19 yeah um and other news entertainment news and chris chris dilia um we talked about him 2 days ago mm-hmm. where he has been accused of sexual misconduct with underaged uh females and if you're wondering i don't know if you've followed up with that at all but he has responded to these allegations and has denied them even though there's been screenshots Uh, so many screenshots what did he say what's his quote he has said uh so just to catch our listeners and viewers up on facebook here um in a twitter thread user simone rossi this is just one example of one person that's she shared screenshots of an alleged conversation with the you actor you is a show that's on netflix from 2015 incidentally he played he played that very kind of character on that show which is interesting and she's at she actually went as far to say that she doesn't think it's that's a coincidence but how could it not be it must be well, so, obviously, that's a coincidence. I know, but she's thinking it's not. But anyway, maybe that's another... Like, people are just so quick to latch on to these conspiracies. But when she was uh, 16 years old, she had she had taken these screenshots of the actor, Chris Dillia, actor and comedian. So Dillia responded to the accusations on Wednesday afternoon, telling TMZ, I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I have never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. I don't. Now he's acting like he's this super offensive, edgy, dark comic. Like I've done. It has nothing to do with his career. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what he's done on stage. No. He talks. He does image impressions of drunk girls and and yeah. He might have some edgier stuff, but he's acting like he's taking the. Uh, the prosecuted route, like, you know, I'm being prosecuted for my material. I've done some offensive things in my career. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. And also underage women is no, that's a girl. Let's call yeah. it what it is. Underage women. No, you're not a woman when you're 15, 16 years old. So he continued, all of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I have never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos with the people who have tweeted about me. Right. He said, that being said, I am really, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely, in caps, absolutely, let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. That's my fault. I own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better. Hmm. Rossi who I mentioned earlier when she was 16, said she was quote-unquote groomed by Delia. And she said that she can't believe that Netflix cast him as the pedophile in season um, two of You, like the literal irony. Imagine being 16 and being groomed by a stand-up comedian twice your age 
And the only reason you never met up was because and got physically molested was because you had just gotten a boyfriend your own age. Mm. So that's what she had tweeted. Anyway, she said for the for the longest time I thought it was embarrassing for me that I was interacting with this older man, but he was the one who DM'd me on Twitter and was the one who was twice my age and was the one that used to use the power imbalance between us to take advantage. Yeah. And you know what? Like it must be so frustrating for this girl to not be believed or or to even have she has screenshots, he's the one who DM'd her. The whole thing is can be traced through social media, but still he's denying it. Like how frustrating must that be to be that girl? Yeah, I know. And you know what? That I saw. Uh, um, I mean, <clears throat> people have always uh, have known that he likes young girls because comedian uh, Theo Vaughn was on a podcast months ago. And I just saw the clip resurface. Whose podcast was it? Shit, I can't remember. Uh, one Anyway, one of Joe Rogan's friends has his own podcast. Uh, I think I'm mistaking two things. But anyway, regardless, Theo Vaughn is on, and they're just talking about how much money Chris Delia has and mm-hmm. things he's done with his money or whatever. And as a joke, they go, here's a message to his fans. Like, just rob him. Just go and take his money or whatever. And they're joke. They're just obviously joking. And then Theo Vaughn goes, or they're suggesting cl- clever ways to rob him. And then, again, joking. And Theo Vaughn goes, I'm going to dress up as a 17-year-old and uh, pretend to want to fuck him and then take mm-hmm. his money. And then the the host of the show goes, no, he doesn't do that. And they go, no, no, he doesn't like young girls. And this is months and months ago, so mm. whatever. Yeah, well, you know, like I I've said... I butchered the facts there a little bit, but it's that's the gist of it. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And she's not the only one who said it, so... If you know. where there's smoke, there's weed. I don't know why I said that. Go ahead. <laughs> well, and also, what do, what does she have to gain by by calling him out? No. Really? I don't know. Maybe she's trying. I don't think it's even about money. Wouldn't that be before it got to the news? Yeah, and there you know is what that. Mean? Like, why wouldn't yeah. they just settle out of court? Or and there's yeah. an exchange, an email exchange, which we read on when was that Wednesday? I guess. Yeah. That uh, a 16-year-old, and he knows she's 16, and he asks to send a pic, and she sends a panda pic. And he's, uh, she, he was clearly, he's clearly solici- soliciting pictures from, from underage teens. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Here's some good news. Target stores in the U.S. announced yesterday that it will permanently raise its starting wage for their team members to $15 an hour. I just looked it up, and the wage, the minimum wage in the U.S. is ten eighty. Well, that's pretty pretty great. Mm-hmm. Additionally, the company will give a one-time recognition bonus of $200 for its frontline store and s- distribution center hourly workers for their efforts during this coronavirus pandemic. Additionally, starting this week, Target is also offering a new health care benefit that provides access to free virtual health care visits through the end of the year. So that's pretty great. Yeah. Um, I like how they are positioning themselves different and exceptional compared to say Walmart and Amazon that don't necessarily uh, take care of their I like what is the I'm sure at Walmart they continue to pay their workers 1080 
mm-hmm. an hour. And I've also heard very good things about Costco. Costco really takes care of their employees. And the CEO of Costco caps his salary so he can't make more than more than a certain amount of money. I don't know what that is, but, you know, he's not a... By the sounds of it, he's not a greedy, you know... Some of my bitch. Yeah. Are you saying even you'd go as far as saying that you, ooh, love Costco? <laughs> yeah, I do. So Target is uh, a good company and is going well beyond what they, the very minimum that they have to do. I mean, 1080 is the minimum wage. They're raising it to 15. That's a significant jump. Mm-hmm. And then giving that bonus $200 might not sound like a lot, but think of how many employees they have working there that get a $200 bonus. That's going to cost them a lot more money, and they don't have to do it. So good for them. Good for them that they're going beyond what they need to uh, do to take care of their workers. Good on you, Target. I like it. No, I like knowing that because, you know, given the choice, if you're if you're in the U.S. Yeah. and, you know, you need to shop and go and grab a few things, I'm, I might drive that extra couple kilometers to go to a target versus a walmart yeah absolutely do we have we reason. have target here do we we did for a while but i don't think we no, do don't anymore think we do. they they did come but i don't think uh there was we did have them in ottawa too and i don't know what happened i don't think it made sense financially for them to stay but when we're in the states i i mean target's very popular in the states yeah, very, I'm very. in no rush to go to the States, but... No, but if we are, there you go, and good for you, Target. And uh, that's your Daily Dose for today. No. Oh. Yeah, that's right. All right. Wow, wow. Wow, 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 Daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to all coast. News in the from Jim Grant. Boom. It is Juneteenth. Do you know what Juneteenth is, Jenny? Yeah, I saw a little bit about it, uh, but I don't know enough about it. So tell me about it, Jules. Well, it's G- June 19th. It's been a a um, celebration for 155 years. Mm-hmm. It celebrates the end of slavery. Uh, <laughs> it, what? A comment? I know. I just saw your you're dancing. Oh. Because it, there's a delay. All right. <laughs> but you looked so mad at the end. The timing. I'm like, it's the end of slavery. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it marks the end of slavery uh, in, in uh, the States, but specifically in Texas. I was reading up on it, and they were one of the last states to find out. And uh, on this day, 155 years ago, so it's been celebrated for 155 years ago. It was made popular, uh, more mainstream in the show Atlanta. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Donald Glover. Oh, okay. That's his show. Is it his show, or am I mistaken? Or, or is that uh, Jordan Peele? Who? What am I thinking? I'm yeah. Not sure. What do you want me to Google? Tell me. Atlanta. Donald Glover. I think it's his show. I think he created it. Anyway, it was made popular. So uh, today, uh, happy Juneteenth to um, everybody celebrating that day. Of course, Trump came out and said that he's the one that made it popular. (laughs) The popularity is because of his. Because he was supposed to have his first rally today since the pandemic in Tulsa. And uh, he moved it to tomorrow. So because he pushed the ba- the event back one day, 
He's claiming he did a really good thing by making it really popular. He's a, th- a <laughs> five-year-old child. He just lives in this weird world where, um, yeah, anyway. Ugh. So, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's not because of Trump, but I I wasn't aware of this no. celebration until this year, admittedly. Yeah, me neither. So it's good to, that it's out there, but Definitely. it was really, because uh, I, I saw it was trending on Twitter a couple times over the last few weeks. Anyway, so that's Juneteenth, everybody. I love it. I and that's, that's great. Today's the day. It's the oldest regular U.S. celebration Okay, Juneteenth is the oldest regular U.S. celebration of the end of slavery. It commemorates June 19th, 1865, the day that Union Army Major General Gordon Granger rode into Galveston, Texas, and told a group of enslaved African Americans that the Civil War had ended and that they had been freed. Uh, that event took place more than two years after Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Procla- Procla- oh, the Emancipation Proclamation. <clears throat> so anyway, it, the, you know, pre-internet, it took time for internet uh, for uh, information to travel. So Texas was one of the last places to find out. Imagine it was Lincoln was actually dead by this point. He had died in I think in January of that year, and. Um, Texas still had slavery because they just didn't get the memo Ugh. until uh, until they were told. Anyway, it makes me actually feel physically sick thinking that slavery ever was a thing. Yeah, like it's what the hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and people are <laughs> still fighting about this on the internet. The, yeah, Trump did make it pop. Uh, people are fighting about everything. I'm so sick. No matter what progress is made, you're going to have, you know, as much good as is made, you're going to have the exact opposite reaction to that, as much just counter evil. It's so annoying to to read all the toxic waste on the internet right now. Yeah. The Chris Dahlia thing has split the internet into attention-seeking whores, all this kind of stuff. Just, just, it's crazy. The Aunt Jemima thing, Uncle Ben, people, well, what's, first our guns, then our syrup, what's next? It's like, Jesus. <laughs> first fuck, our guns, could, could then our just... syrup. Anybody who's mad about that, oh my God. There's a lot of people mad about that. That's ridiculous. I know. That's why it's like, okay, you make progress and you have this equal, uh, an opposite reaction the other direction every and time. And it's really hard not to be mad at those people for That's being mad at that. dumb reason. How could you not get that it's time to change the Aunt Jemima name and logo? Mm. I mean, it's clearly based on a racist stereotype. I mean, what the hell? How can you not see that? Yeah. Anyway, but people want their... F- it's so stupid. It's frustrating to be on on social media. I hate it. I'm gonna go on TikTok. It's more light and fluff. <laughs> you know what? Despite I take that back. I retract my statement. <laughs> as much as it's frustrating being on TikTok, at least it's nothing political, or or dividing. That w- the yeah. angst I get from TikTok comes from my own envy and jealousy from people <laughs> having <laughs> these big <laughs> followers. Anyway, it's so TikTok. You know what? I take that back. I like it. It's I fluff. That back. I TikTok it back. I was TikToking out of my ass, and <laughs> you know, just for content purposes and being cynical. But you know what? It's all fluff. There's not 
there's no political statements. There's no divide. Yeah. I mean, not that I've seen. Maybe there is, but uh, I don't know. I don't see it. It's just all dumb fluff watching idiots dance. So keep dancing, idiots. I like it. Uh, it's it <laughs> kills time, <laughs> kills time, and uh, well, some would say it's a distraction of what we need to pay attention to, which is you know all these. But you know, we need both in life. We can't. Uh, we'd go. Our heads would explode if we just thought about how terrible things are, because there are a lot of good things. Xavier just said we still have slavery in the states, and he hashtagged privatized prison system. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah, it's not over. But uh, PM says, I think it's funny to see people pissed off at Aunt Jemima. It's ridiculous that, that they're that they're mad that they're changing it. It's so crazy. Let ha, uh, just accept the progress. Yeah, it's it's insane. Xavier says you should start the first political TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. There's my niche. <laughs> gonna st- I'm gonna try to think of uh anyway yes i'm gonna go on tiktok and i love that disrupt all these dancing <laughs> idiots zero negative a hundred thousand yeah. followers oh i have no followers i've got like 20 i'm following a bunch of I'm people because i followed like all the my facebook f- contacts and stuff just to like but people don't do follow backs on tiktok because it looks better to have a bunch of followers and following like you know, <laughs> three people. Like, uh. <laughs> Xavier said TikTok propaganda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's start it. I'm I'm down. I think that's a good idea. Oh, PM didn't finish his phrase. He said, I think it's funny seeing people pissed off at Aunt Jemima as if brands never rebrand. It happens all the time. Yeah, I know. They're taking our syrup. And again, it's not maple syrup. Call it what it is, corn juice. <laughs> yeah. It's corn juice. <laughs> so true. Yeah. All right, Gen Z. What do you think? Do you want to quickly skim some comments? Is there, or are we caught up? I feel like we're caught up. For sure. Sometimes you miss some, and I, I don't want to miss any. I'm so sorry if I have missed some. So, But I also don't want to go da-da-da. Sonia... Yeah. Sonia Inman Driscoll, who is a friend of mine and a friend of yours, he says, hello, Jennifer. Oh, and you too, Julian. Hello. Hi. Thanks for watching, Sonia. And thanks for, I think this is your first comment. That We love the comments. We love it when people comment because we can interact. And Matt Floss, our great friend and uh, our family, Matt Floss. What is he, our nephew, I guess? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I guess sort of. Our uh, nephew, Matt. Morning, he says, morning, guys, and hashtag Friday funnies. That's right. Although sometimes we got Friday serious. Yeah. And, um, but dee-doo, dee-dee, (laughs) Yeah, right. All right. Maybe we could just, and uh, that's it. No, no, no. No, no. That's okay. We do dee-doo just for a second. PM uh, earlier said, good morning. He said, went playing in the sea with the kids yesterday and was thinking about you both not being in New Brunswick. Damn it. I know. Can you block him? (laughs) How dare you, PM? Francois says, drive-in sounds like I've said that before. He did say that before about drive-in, suggesting drive-in comedy shows. I think when he suggested it, I was vehemently against the idea, but then I've had, I've heard success stories. Again, I'm just cynical, I think. I'm realizing doing this show every day. Fap, fap, fap. 
I By don't the way, know. I'm not into the. I, I think it's just what you're gonna do if you can't do the real thing. Yeah, yeah. true. I wanted what? What? Which part? Being cynical. Oh no, driving. Ch- I I got so lost for a second there. I'm like mm-hmm. the ocean, cynical. Did you hit a mini wall? And we all know that um, the ocean is is a lot more maintenance than a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hit a mini wall? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I can tell. I really, really, really want to go to New Brunswick. I wish yeah. that we could figure something out. I really want to go. It's 14-day quarantine. I mean, we'd have to go for three weeks at least if we don't enjoy any time there. And I it's, know. It's crazy. I suppose we could, yeah, we'll we'll discuss. We could figure something out, but that's too long. Oh, why couldn't we go there? Do you think? <laughs> oh, I could. Scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry, I oh my god, I blasted that laugh yeah. in the. I'm so sorry. Well, that clips is called clipping, and it clips the. I'm uh, very sorry. Mic technique. I'm You're very professional sorry. in the business. Well, I, I'm also laughing genuinely at your joke. So I'm sorry it happened before I could pull the microphone away. Do you like Dave Chappelle? If you're gonna joke, tap the mic on your thigh and run away. Like do, do a little mini laugh. He did do that. That was cute. He does that all the time. That's oh, we watched his, uh, what's it called? Never oh. something. It's oh. so good. We watched the it the hell? other night about Dave Chappelle's joke about. But you were, you, you're you all over the place I here. Know. You're, you're, you're going to forget what you were talking about. It was about it's going frustrating to frustrating listening oh, to. Well, couldn't we go? Hey, I'm, that's I'm, not nice. It's not about being nice. It's true if you're a viewer or listener and you're listening and you start a thought you said that off the top okay 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 i so started to sing something say else and you're like oh yeah but okay can i just say it and then we can move on yeah kim too bad we couldn't go to new brunswick and get tested and then find out we're negative and then live like a normal person yeah we can't pm pm you seem like a guy who gets on shit and knows what he's talking about can you find out if we can do that as a new brunswicker can you put your ear to the ground and find out if we can go and get it tested and then we can just live? And then what was the other thing I wanted to say? Talking about the ocean or something? Or no, uh, Chappelle specials. Oh my gosh. Why can't I find One of my favorite bits of all time is Dave Chappelle's bit about how AIDS how AIDS didn't come from a monkey. Yeah. I I mean it I could watch that 100 times and still laugh. That's really good. So if you haven't seen that bit, you have you guys have to go and find it. I wonder if there's a could we play it or is that not no. okay? No. It'll It'll yeah. Flag us. Go look for it. Um I forget what the name of the Why special is. Why can't I is. think of it? I'm having a friggin uh, It's <sighs> something never should have said that or something or Never should have said that. <laughs> 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 I'll bet I'll bet the farm that it's not. Never should have said that. Special. It's not never should. The s- internet's so annoying. It's like I just just give me the specials. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's uh, it. Blah, blah, blah. If you look it up online, it's showing all his new, eight forty six. It's not uh, good to have dead air, but well, uh, I wish uh, I could remember. For what it's worth. For what it's what did I say? <laughs> Never should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was Killing Them Softly, which was his first one, which is really, really good too. But yeah, Dave Chappelle for what it's worth in two thousand four in San Francisco. Wow, that was annoying. That was to try to find. But 
Oh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to PM. Such a good guy. He offered, I don't know if he wants me to say it, but why not? Because we we're going to promote it. He offered to do these little promos every week for the show, clipping, you know, taking some some highlights and making a little short clip and um, putting it out there so that we can share it on YouTube and stuff and, and grow our listenership that way. So thanks, PM. That was really, really generous. And That's nice. awesome. We will pay you someday. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So thank you for that, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let's uh, on that note, let's go for the close. This has been another exciting episode of the Julian Dion Show. Thanks to our buddy, the hilarious Derek Sagan, for joining us. Thanks to the word man of Alcatraz. That was a different version of Waste of Time off the top. Don't tell me Mr. Bennett, Mike Bennett, Miguel Benitez. Best. He is the best. Thanks to you, Jenny. Love you. Thank you. Love you. It's the weekend for us, so we get to enjoy a couple days. Such a relaxation you do the same it's going to be nice out there be safe please subscribe and share and we'll do all that stuff we are live on facebook from wakefield quebec monday through friday at 7 a.m and then available on demand on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and more that's it everybody enjoy your your day we love you so much and as always watch your head you spend your life looking for what you already got Such a beautiful waste of time Waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time Wandering eyes and itchy feet I'm just a A beautiful waste of time Just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time A beautiful waste of time It's just a waste of time